You want some tea? Listen to reality. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Reality Podcast. I'm Fahad. I'm Nazahan. I'm Akila. And I'm Mazira. And we will be hosting you for today. So, our podcast today will be all about the 17 SDGs where we will be focusing on one of the goals in the SDGs that is believed to be goal number three that represents good health and well-being. Nonetheless, our podcast for today is also titled The Struggles of Undergraduates and How It Is Actually Affecting Their Mental Health. Dearest listeners, Here's a brief explanation on what the 17 SDGs are. It is basically the Sustainable Development Goals, or also known as the Global Goals, which is known, consists of collections of 17 interlinked global goals designed as to be a blueprint to achieve a better and more sustainable future for all. And not just that, it was set back in 2015 by the United Nations, also known as the UN Resolution, called the 2030 Agenda. Alright, so I heard of 8 MDG before. Does it different from 17 SDG? Yes, it's really different because uh, 17 SDGs are the successor of the 8 MDGs. And, you know, 8 MDGs mainly focus on social dimension and better health, while 17 SDGs focus on social inclusion, economic growth, better health, and environmental protection. SDGs also strengthen equity, human rights, and non-discrimination. So, Mazira, can we get a brief overview of today's topic? So, here's some brief overview about the undergraduate struggles in Malaysia. First of all, the struggles to find a job after graduate. In 2020, our Higher Education Minister, Datuk Syed Nuraini Ahmad, said that it is estimated that 300,000 graduates are due to complete their respective education. Second of all, Malaysian fresh graduates are barely making minimum wage in 2020. As Malaysian fresh graduates in 2020 earn way less pay than their peers who joined the workforce in 2019, revealed the Malaysian Statistic Department. But before we hop in further, we'll be right back after the short break about COVID-19. So here's another thing that we can do in order to fight against COVID-19. Firstly, wear masks in public. Second, make sure that you practice social distance by staying at least one meter from others. Third, wash hands frequently with soap or hand sanitizer. And make sure that we avoid touching your nose, eyes and mouth. And most importantly, stay at home. People with COVID-19 may be short of breath, have a cough, fever, muscle pain, headache, sore throat, chills, runny nose, fatigue, congestion, a lost sense of taste and sense of smell. Sometimes they may throw up, get diarrhea, or their stomachs may hurt. Be aware of the symptoms and do not take easy on it. Get tested if you have these COVID-19 symptoms. And we are back! So... As for today, we will be having Madam Rafida binti Sadarudin joining us for this podcast session. Good day, Madam. Are you doing great? Alhamdulillah. Syukur pada Allah. Alhamdulillah, Madam. Would you mind telling us more about yourself? Alright. Uh, nama saya Rafida binti Sadarudin. Uh, saya merupakan pegawai psikologi di Hospital Pengajar UPM. Uh, dan juga uh, yang klien yang saya selalu berjumpa adalah uh, pesakit, uh, staff pekerja dan juga orang-orang awam. I see. So as Madam was saying, she is ventured in 
in the psychological field. So that is one of the many reasons why we invited her to our podcast session for today. It's not just that she is an expert in her field, but she is also really suitable to what we have in context for all of you today. So stay excited. Yeah, that's right, Pahat. So, Madam Rafida, without further ado, from a report in 15 July 2019, Star Online reported on their article which is mental health in the workplace. More young workers nowadays are stressed out or experiencing symptoms of stress-related illness such as anxiety or depression due to life experiences or em- environmental factors. Do you think it is much harder for young workers today knowing that working circumstances had differed from before? Uh, saya boleh katakan ini sangat uh, berbeza kalau kita tengoklah dulu ya. Uh, kita juga mengambil kira kalau dulu uh, kita berjumpa secara fizikal dan juga ya yeah, uh, saya tak nafikan bahawa seperti mana yang uh, An sebutkan tadi uh, ianya ada kaitan dengan anxiety dan depression dan juga untuk fresh graduate uh, you all pernah tak buat satu ujian yang dinamakan ujian DAS ujian DAS ni adalah DASS 21 iaitu depression, anxiety, stress scale 21 tu adalah uh, nombor soalan ujian tersebut pernah Madam? Jadi kalau you pernah buat dalam ujian DAS tersebut, you all boleh tengok are you depressed, are you uh, anxiety ataupun are you stressed. Uh, dia ada beza sebenarnya ya. Uh, saya tertarik bila untuk melihat pada perbezaan di mana depression is something that even yang dah berlaku. Depression dan juga hasil dia sekarang ni ialah you uh, rasa depressed dengan benda tersebut. Anxiety, benda tu belum berlaku. You berdebar, 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 berdebar Tapi sebenarnya dah berlaku belum? Belum Pasal tu you, you berdebar sebab benda tu you uncertain You tak tahu pun benda tu akan berlaku elok ke tak elok dan sebagainya And stress is a current Pasal tu depression, anxiety, stress Dia ada related dia Dia different graduate Dia tidak menangani depression, anxiety, stress dia Dia akan lagi teruk dan lagi teruk dan lagi teruk Dan juga um, alat ujian ini adalah saringan untuk melihat tahap Dia ada lima tahap lah uh, Normal Ringan, sederhana, teruk dan sangat teruk. Jadi saya syurkan kepada mana-mana individu yang dia rasa merasakan bahawa senario kerja yang berbeza ini memberikan stres yang saya cakap tadi tengah-tengah tadi tu kepada diri dia sekarang, dia bolehlah merujuk kepada mana-mana kaunselor ataupun uh, somebody professional help untuk dibantu. Understood. Oh, faham Madam. So audience, Madam Rafida said that people nowadays, we have that working culture that different from before. And we had to adjust ourselves because it will cause us stress-related illness such as anxiety and depression. And she did mention that if we think we have anxiety or depression, we need to seek help from professionals, seek help from friends, or do something that can relieve yourself from the anxiety or depression. Wow, that's indeed very interesting for all of us to know. We believe that our listeners are very aware of that. Being underpaid is the reason some of the fresh graduates had to do more than a single job to fulfill their monthly commitment. Puan Rafida, do you think it is good for a person's mental health to work more than a single job? Alright. Okay. Uh, sebenarnya dia bergantung pada individu sebab saya yakin dan percaya setiap kita ni punya kapasiti yang berbeza. Uh, mungkin um, you boleh buat satu kerja um, fahad. Mungkin Akila boleh buat uh, dua kerja, mungkin uh, Nazan boleh buat tiga, Mazira pula boleh buat empat dan sebagainya. Jadi dia bergantung pada kapasiti masing-masing. Dalam masa yang sama, uh, dia juga bergantung kepada uh, apa yang kita nak kejar sebenarnya. Adakah duit ni uh, semata-mata uh, sekebahagiaan dalam hidup ni, it's all about money ke? 
kita perlu fikir juga and juga hmm. uh, dalam hidup kita ni adakah itu kita nak kejar sampaikan kita merosakkan diri kita, kita tak ada me time kita, kita tak ada self care kita sebab dalam mental health, me time and self care juga jalan seiring untuk memastikan kesejahteraan minda kita uh, adalah stabil and dan juga kita rasa happy buat benda tu tapi kalau kita buat sesuatu hmm. yang kita rasa terpaksa True, buat disebabkan oleh um, keperluan hidup dan juga uh, kita rasa kita nak um, achieve banyak benda dalam hidup kita akhirnya kita rasa sakit dan sebagainya pasal itulah uh, kehendak versus keperluan tu sangat penting uh, as long as uh, kalau kita tengok pada keperluan Maslow punya hierarchy tu kan yang merupakan uh, asas tu sebenarnya ialah basic dia sebenarnya makanan, pakaian, tempat tinggal itu three basic kalau dia ada tiga ni dah cukup dah. Okay. Tak perlu dia tak sebut melancong, dia tak sebut uh, pergi benda-benda yang uh, you nak pergi tempat lain. Tapi isunya ramai orang dia tak melihat kepulan Maslow tu sebagai sesuatu yang enough is enough. Faham. Pasal tu ya pelajar sebenarnya kita ni sebenarnya lah. Apa yang kita dah ada dah cukup dah sebenarnya. Ah, Percaya tak okay. kalau saya kata um, apa Akila dengan um, Mazira. You ada lebih daripada 10 tudung dekat dalam mari. Betul ke? That's true, betul. Betul kan? Ah, okay, betul kan? Lepas tu, Fahad dengan uh, Nazahan, you mungkin ada beberapa cap dalam you punya ni. Walaupun satu cap tu dah memadai. You tak ada nak pakai satu cap, dua cap, tiga cap atas-atas tu. Takkan, we, and you takkan nak pakai satu tudung dalam, dua tudung kedua, tudung ketiga dan sebagainya. So, sebenarnya, kita yang buat benda sebenarnya. Pasal tu lah, back to Rasulullah SAW. Uh, dalam hidup Rasulullah, Rasulullah ni, dia sangat zuhud sebenarnya, tuan-tuan perempuan, pelajar, di mana kita ni dalam hidup kita ni, apa yang kita kejarkan? Bila kita tak kerja, kita tak stress. Lepas tu kan kita sibuk compare uh, ourselves with other people. Contoh ni eh, kita kata, eh, hmm, eh dia, dia, dia ni bestnya, dia ni macam ni, macam ni. Tengok cara dia punya baju, branded, tengok dia punya kereta macam mana. Enough about that. Kalau you rasa dia mencukupi, you tak payah buat dua tiga kerja pun dah cukup dah sebenarnya. Kalau you rasa enough is enough. Tapi kalau you masih mencari, 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 itu membuatkan you tak, you tak cukup sebenarnya. Mensyukuri itu adalah menikmati sebenarnya. Alright. True. That's very true, Puan Rafida. I, I truly agree with you. Um, what Puan Rafida was saying is that doing more than a single job, it relies on the individual uh, himself or maybe herself. It is because most of the time, people should acknowledge that they should focus more on achieving things for their needs instead of their wants because it has to vary both ways as if a certain individual focuses on their wants they most probably they won't have their me time and it is duly important for them to know that by needs we are prioritizing things things such as food a place to live and also whatever that you need during that moment Ladies and gentlemen, the choice is always in our hands, as what Puan Rafida had mentioned. It's not right to compare your life to others, as at the end of the day, it will only end up hurting yourself. So, guys, we are only just at the start of the podcast, and things are already getting more informative and interesting. So, as for the final question in this segment, Madam Rafida, do you strongly believe that working fresh graduates can acquire a healthy mental health while trying to achieve a certain financial stability. Pertama sekali, you kena kenal diri you siapa. Untuk in order for you to um, mendapat kesihatan mental yang bagus ni, kenali diri tu adalah sangat penting. Yang kedua, 
Uh, kita juga ada ujian personality. Kalau tadi saya cakap pasal ujian DAS, kita juga ada ujian personality dalam uh, mengenali diri kita sekurang-kurangnya bila kita tahu diri kita ni, oh kita ni jenis yang boros, oh kita ni jenis yang uh, berjimat, oh kita ni jenis macam ni dan sebagainya. Kita tahu uh, dah terlajak dan dah terlebih guna dah duit ni dan sebagainya. Jadi kita boleh kontrol diri kita. Sebabnya uh, dalam pilihan kita membuat sesuatu keputusan sama ada uh, membeli ataupun tidak membeli, spending ataupun uh, menyimpan ataupun uh, spend kan benda tu is all about a choice. Jadi sebenarnya pelajar apa juga yang kita buat sekarang ni is all about ilmu. Saya oh, sangat percaya pada uh, AS, ASK, Attitude, Skill, Knowledge. Di mana uh, knowledge kita, kita ada ilmu tentang satu perkara, ilmu tentang satu uh, yang kita selalu buat, uh, knowledge, skill tu adalah kemahiran lah kalau kita nak buat sesuatu kan dan juga attitude. Attitude ni something that uh, dia akan mendorong kita pada action yang kita telah buat pada ilmu pengetahuan yang kita ketahui. Alright, so as what Puan Rafida was, uh, had, had mentioned, uh, she truly agree with uh, the statement that we have asked that also she had mentioned what had attracted her uh, the most was that there's a personality test that might help to know yourself better and throughout this personality test you would know where your boundary is and also Puan Rafida had mentioned about um, her thoughts in a certain value called ASK. ASK, Attitude, Skill, Knowledge. A-S-N-K, which stands for Attitude, Skill and Knowledge. So what is Attitude? Attitude is uh, basically the encouragement that you are giving uh, throughout the things that you are uh, doing good at. And the skill is the actions that you are basically improvising yourself being at it and the knowledge is making sure that you know what is it that you are doing most of the time. To continue with our second segment, next session, uh, Madam Rafida, we are definitely dying to know <laughs> on whether do you agree that it would affect uh, underemployed graduates' mental health in Malaysia when they have their heart in degrees and venture into field that they don't familiar and doesn't require height a highly training skill just because they need to earn during this pandemic and why <laughs> sebenarnya bagi saya katakanlah seorang fresh graduate dia grad dengan bachelor statistic ataupun apa-apalah you all bachelor apa bachelor in public relations mass communication tiba-tiba kerja pula bukan kerja sebagai dalam bidang you all ataupun kerja tu uh, bawah sekali dalam bidang you all dan sebagainya dia tidak memberi impak di mana your your knowledge tu still ada dan juga you you been itiraf by the you punya university dengan sijil yang you ada dan juga kepakaran yang you ada. Isunya ialah you belum mendapat tempat dalam bidang pekerjaan you yang selari dengan you punya sijil. Jadi isunya bila bila ini berlaku, kita tidak harus melihat itu sebagai satu failure. Kita tak harus melihat satu sebagai satu kegagalan kerana ia bukan kegagalan. Ianya adalah you mengambil pengalaman lain bekerja dalam bidang yang lain dan juga Uh, ambil skill yang berbeza untuk you mempelajari bidang itu pula. Itu adalah kerja you tika dan masa itu. Dan dia bukan permanent kerja you sampai bila-bila. Jadi sebenarnya, apa yang berlaku ialah, seperti mana yang kita tengok baru-baru ni, disebabkan oleh pandemik, ramai pilot, pilot yang tak terbang. Bila mereka tak terbang, ada juga pilot yang telah dibuang kerja disebabkan oleh, um, uh, ataupun diberhentikan kerja, ataupun diberhentikan secara sukarela dan sebagainya, BSS, disebabkan oleh 
uh, isu uh, majikan tidak mampu membayar sebab tak ada flat yang akan fly dan sebagainya. Jadi mereka terpaksa mencari alternatif sendiri. Jadi ada yang sampai menjual uh, burger dan sebagainya. Jadi itu sesuatu yang saya rasa ia tidak, sangat tidak downgrade dan dia sangat, saya rasa dia add value pada you punya bidang yang you ada dan juga saya merasakan sesuatu yang is um, normal lah, macam macam bagus, you faham tak? You you cari sumber lain, you tak mengharap pada satu yang you dah belajar 4-5 tahun lepas tapi you buat sesuatu yang you boleh buat sendiri. So jangan salahkan ataupun melihat benda ni sesuatu yang tidak bagus. Bagi saya benda ni sesuatu yang bagus di mana masing-masing mencari sumber dan juga masing-masing mencari uh, pendapatan untuk menampung kehidupan masing-masing. Itu pandangan saya. Hmm, okay, I think it's very true. And Madam Rafida just stated on how she thinks those fresh graduate who work in another field is not something that you guys need to be ashamed or feel as something in downgrading. It is something that added point and added value to your what you have learned. So you have additional values and things that you can bring into your the real job that you're going to work for. You want some tea? Listen to reality. Hi Fahad, we have been learning public relations for quite a while now. But did you know the history of public relations in UITM? That's right, Nazhan. Well, let me see what I can share with you about public relations. Well, we all know Malaysian communication studies have made great strides since the course was first offered nearly 49 years ago. Back in 1972, the public relations PR program was created. The Mass Communication Honors Public Relations Program at University Technology Mara seeks to generate public relations practitioners who are enthusiastic, knowledgeable and capable of contributing to the PR industry and the nation. Oh, I see. And Fahad, did you know, through its APRMSA UITM chapter, the program is associated well with Institute of Public Relations Malaysia. Consequently, networking and interrelationships are being formed with the majority of the main industry players and government departments. That is a great input from you, Fahad. But I gotta go now. See you. Alright, not a problem. I'll be seeing you around, Azhan. You want some tea? Listen to reality. Alright, continue with our segment. So, uh, Madam, what are your thoughts on some fresh graduates refuse to seek a therapist for their mental health issue because they are afraid of the society's thinking or do they have a wrong idea of them seeing a therapist? Thank you for the question. Bagaimana kita tengok ya, bukan saja fresh graduate punya isu yang mereka tidak melihat sebagai jumpa kaunselor ni je, oh ada isu tak betul. Jumpa psychiatrist je, oh ada isu uh, crazy dan sebagainya. Sebenarnya, It's all about jumpa dengan mana-mana pegawai psikologi ataupun kaunselor is for you to talk. Itu sebenarnya. Rasan tak? Kita bercakap dengan orang yang salah kadang-kadang. Bila kita bercakap dengan orang yang salah, kawan kita duduk cerita belakang kita mengumpat dan membawang belakang kita. Dan dalam masa yang sama, bila mereka cakap belakang kita, kita rasa tak happy. Jadi bila kita jumpa dengan kaunselor, mereka adalah kaunselor uh, yang berlisen. Dan juga lesen mereka boleh ditarik jika mereka menyebarkan isu-isu yang telah dibincangkan secara profesional, professionally dengan klien. Jadi sekarang ni sebenarnya pertama sekali ialah uh, tidak mendapat kefahaman yang betul itu menyebabkan uh, ramai orang uh, ada sesuatu anggapan persepsi yang berbeza pasal berjumpa dengan kaunselor. Yang kedua, saya sangat setuju bila you kata 
uh, mereka mendapat wrong idea untuk berjumpa bila dah lah tak nak jumpa. Yang kedua pula uh, mengatakan bahawa um, mendapat persepsi yang salah tentang counselling tersebut. So sebenarnya yang rugi adalah individu tersebut. So that was a great insight from Adam. So is it true actually that rather than you talk to your friends about your problem, you better seek someone well-trained or professional in that field because you never know someone who is depression. You never know uh, how humiliated they, they feel whenever they want to seek for any help. So, uh, madam, you know, certain fresh graduates need to save some money for their future marriage while bearing the existing pressure that they have. Is it possible for them to maintain a healthy mental state to go through that situation? I suka dengan soalan ni sebab you sebut pasal marriage. Nampaknya you all dah mula merancang untuk berkahwin. So, isunya sekarang ni you perasan tak? Ini pandangan saya. Apapun juga pandangan saya cakap ni adalah pandangan peribadi saya yang saya rasa it can be shared to everybody. So, isunya sekarang ni lah. Katakanlah ya, you nak berkahwin. So, memanglah you kena ada simpan duit sebab especially lelaki. Okay, uh, kalau Fahad dengan uh, Nazhan, you memang kena simpan duit sebab you lelaki. And yes. perempuan pun kena simpan duit sebab you bakal jadi isteri and you kena ada saving. Sebab kalau you dapat lelaki yang memang menjaga nafkah you dan sebagainya, Alhamdulillah syukur pada Allah. Tapi kalau you dapat lelaki yang opposite, yang tak bagi you langsung, you melopong dan gigit jari sebenarnya. So you kena ada sendiri, you punya financial budget. Jangan rasa it's a burden. It's about yourself. Jangan berharap sangat. And, and lelaki zaman-zaman sekarang pun, uh, saya cakap secara general, eh, saya bukan nak uh, uh, dalam perbincangan ni kita nak kutuk orang ni, kutuk lelaki, uh, praise perempuan, kutuk perempuan, praise lelaki. Tidak. It's, it's not that. It's just that I want all of us to prepare so that we have an idea on how menabung untuk berkahwin tu adalah satu keperluan dan to be frank to you, siapa yang berkahwin masa PKP ni, pada saya, Ya Allah Tuhan. Sangat, 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 sangat jimat. So, kalau empat-empat orang you on dari calon, kahwin lah. Sebab isunya pelajar, isunya ialah, you bayangkan, you nak berkahwin sekarang, you tak perlu jemput ramai. Jemput ramai, makan. Satu kepala, confirm RM15 ke atas. Dengan harga kos yang sekarang, itu yang pertama. Yang kedua, sekarang ni you hanya boleh jemput you punya, uh, apa namanya, sedara mara terdekat je. Sedara mara terdekat you tak adalah sampai RM500, RM600. Sedara mara terdekat you, 20-30 orang pun dah cukup. You percayalah, you hantar gambar dalam Facebook pun dan ramai orang like and ramai orang mendoakan semoga til jannah. Inilah masa yang terbaik kalau untuk you, kalau you nak berkahwin ada masa ini sebab masa ini orang don't bother pun you tak ajak dia sebab orang dah mula faham. So, belajar apa-apa berlaku pun uh, saya nak sarankan ialah sebenarnya bukan event masa berkahwin tu yang you kena kumpulkan duit tapi selepas berkahwin. Takkan you nak jadi hamba seumur hidup pada hutang you. Raja sehari yeah, yeah. hamba seumur hidup. That's, that's not right. Saya nak promote pada you all. Keuangan ni adalah keuangan yang sangat perlu tingkatkan penabung. Berkahwin tu uh, memang kenalah. Eh? Hmm. So uh, dalam masa yang sama, simpanan kena ada untuk you uh, bantu diri you sendiri selepas you berkahwin. Sebab kita tak nak jadi hamba seumur hidup and kita maksud saya ada hamba duit lah. Hamba Allah tu memang kita hamba Allah. Hamba duit seumur hidup supaya kita ni tak tak um, berhutang untuk berkahwin dan sebagainya. Elakkan hutang guys. That was a great insight from Madam Rafida. Guys, basically, we need to prepare ourselves financially, especially men. In order for you to marry the girl, you need to save up your money. And as well for the women, you need to save up your money as well for your own good and for your own future, for your own saving. Unless if you met the lucky guy, you have no worries in living financially stable. Guys, we need to have the idea and bear in mind that saving up money for, for a wedding it, and also for the marriage is a need. And guys, most importantly, 
do not be a slave of money. It is better to have a minimal wedding, use it your money for your own expenses. You can rent a better house and you can, at least after marriage, you won't have to deal with loan. Okay, moving into our next segment. So, nowadays, fresh graduates are struggling. They need to cope with lots of things. Cope with work, with financial commitment, family expectation, and also being in a relationship. How do you suggest this fresh graduate on how they can cope in that situation. So, pertama sekali, it's all about perancangan. Apa-apa juga yang you buat, you kena ada perancangan. Contoh ya, you sekarang ni nak graduate. You all berapa tahun lagi ya? Setahun lagi, setahun. Ayah. Setahun. Good, good, good. Katakanlah you setahun lagi nak graduate. You nak cukup dengan financial, lepas tu expectation daripada family, lepas tu dengan perhubungan dan sebagainya. So, sebenarnya, buat satu benda dalam satu masa. Jangan overlap-overlap banyak sangat fikir, nanti you overthinking. Overthinking ni tak elok untuk kesihatan mental. Tapi isunya ialah uruskan hal keluarga, uruskan financial dan sebagainya. True. So, mapping kan yang mana yang you rasa priority dalam hidup you. Sebab bila adanya priority dalam hidup ni lah nanti, dia akan membantu you untuk you buat perancangan. Sebab tanpa perancangan, dia akan menjadi kucar kacir. Dan address sesuatu isu tu, ambil dia, address dia dulu. Jangan ambil dia, address dia tapi masukkan isu lain. Masukkan isu lain, masukkan isu lain. Dia akan jadi macam satu tong yang semua kita nak masuk dalam tu. Sedangkan satu tong boleh masuk satu tong saja. Okay, relax. Dah habis isu ni. Okay, ni pula macam mana? Ni pula macam mana? Kalau you nampak jelas, isunya ialah you tak nampak jelas yang menyebabkan you cacah marbah. Yang kedua, saya masih lagi tertarik dengan cara tradisional iaitu cara menulis. Adakan satu buku untuk you menulis. Kadang-kadang kita ni terlampau banyak sangat fikir bila aku sekabut lah kau sekabut kenapa entahlah aku pun tak tahu nampak you sekabut kau tak tahu okay. bagi kawan kita salah kertas bagi dia pen okay, kau tuliskan aku sekabut aku tolong kamu kau tuliskan berapa banyak kau sekabut rupanya tiga je dia sekabut itu bukan sekabut itu tak bersekabut langsung bersekabut ni kalau kita ada 50 isu nampak tak sangat tiga aku nak makan mana malam ni makan apa alah hari tu bukan isu lah weh So you can see tak ada different antara bila you tak nampak the priority apa yang nak buat dan you tak ada perancangan. I think I can relate so much to being that because I always have like being such an overthinker. <laughs> so most of the time I, I, I always like oh my god what am I going to do? <laughs> But then I'm just you know take a deep breath and think about it. Macam okay what should I do? What can I do now? Uh, okay, proceed. Okay, madam. You know, fresh graduate yang suffered from feeling of marginalization may be even more hesitant to seek help and speak what they feel. What are the other alternative you suggest for fresh graduate to seek help to speak about their problems? Okay. Sebenarnya, untuk pengetahuan you all, dekat dalam negara kita ni sangat banyak, sangat banyak. Saya boleh senaraikan, ni contoh eh, saya boleh senaraikan. You boleh call 15999. Saya merupakan salah seorang daripada volunteer counsel dekat situ. You boleh call this number 24-7. So, dia merupakan servis yang percuma dan juga dia talian uh, kasih di mana yang telah dibangunkan oleh Kementerian Wanita untuk semua caller yang rasa ingin berborak 24-7. Jadi, tak ada masa. Kalau you call kodoh tiga pagi pun, dia masih lagi melayan. Okay? Itu pertama. Yang kedua, dekat mana-mana you boleh google counseling percuma. Cuba Google je, akan wujud, akan akan ada orang yang kulurkan tangan untuk memberi you counseling percuma. Yang ketiga macam saya sebut tadi lah, terapis, kaunselor uh, dan juga ni kan dan sebagainya. Jadi uh, mengetahui sesuatu perkara dan juga apa yang perlu dilakukan uh, untuk menangani peristiwa itu adalah sesuatu yang penting untuk semua pelajar tahu bahawa di Malaysia ini terdapat banyak badan dan juga golongan yang ingin membantu. Tapi kalau you pilih juga untuk menyendiri dan juga you pilih untuk menzalimi diri you sendiri, it's your choice. Nothing much that you can do. Tapi you must 
must know that we are here to assist and we are here to help, insyaAllah. Ah, I see, Madam Rafida. It is time that everyone realise that there are various kinds of assistance being provided by agencies all around in wanting to create a better surrounding for all, such as providing a 24-hour care line support when you dial the number 15999 and also establishing multiple agencies to assist in combating mental illnesses. And not only that, Madam Rafida is also one of the working volunteers in assisting these matters to make sure people know that they are not only here to help but also to listen. Well, that is indeed something that we could all take notice coming from you, Madam Rafida. This is absolutely a very much needed session, I believe, and as much as it has opened my eyes, I believe many people will be able to understand more about how mental illnesses happen and what we could do to lend a hand. What about you, Nazan? What do you think? Wow, Fahad, as for me, it's all about choices today. As a fresh graduate, you need to know what is good for you and what is bad for you. And you need to choose. Avoid all of the negativity and try to think positive. Because in the end, it's all about choice. How about you, Akila? As for me, one of the most important lessons that I learned from today's podcast session would be on how Parafida encouraged us that if we feel like things get overwhelmed or we can't handle things, we must seek help from professional. How about you, Mazira? Yes, Akila. I truly had a great time from this sharing from Madam Rafi. I get to learn on ways to cope with stress and have a better mental health in future as a fresh graduate. Also, I would like to highlight that guys, do not take it easy on your mental health issues as it will consume yourself. Well, looks like we've come to an end of the podcast. It is truly an honor and a privilege to be able to get an engagement with you, Madam Rafida. It has been an enlightening session with you for all of us today. We hope that this discussion will be able to serve as a possible solution for everyone out there who is battling mental illnesses and facing struggles. Just as related to our main topic, the struggles of undergraduate, where we focus on goal 3 out of the 17 SDGs altogether. Thank you for your time to relax with us while we serve you nothing but the finest reality. Until we meet again, stay safe and stay healthy everyone. Bye! You want some tea? Listen to reality.